from what's on to what matters. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. How are you going with your electricity and gas bills? Are they going up? I know that mine's gone up $250 in a quarter from, uh, from you know, a night, an, an achievable amount to, uh, to now being quite expensive. And uh, that's just the start, the start of the rises. Mozo's latest energy analysis says that the number of active energy providers in Australia has almost halved since October 20 of 21. The finding comes as energy prices are surging and expected to rise by a further 56% over the next two years. Joining me on the line now to talk about uh, the findings, it is Claire Frawley, who is the personal finance expert at Mozo. Good morning and thanks for your time. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for having me. Now, this was quite an interesting survey. It's uh, 12 months on. Um, the major, major finding is that the number of active energy providers in Australia has almost halved. We've only got 24 people to choose from these days. That's not many. No, no. And it's quite alarming to see. And we all know as the number of providers in any industry reduce, so does competition in pricing, which I think we are all feeling in our household mm. energy bills right now. And unfortunately, I think it's only going to get worse as the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, indicated that bills could rise a further 56% over the next two years. Now, it really is the perfect storm, isn't it? We've got energy prices surging. We've got smaller providers who have been forced out of the market. It means that, you know, it's a bit like the banks. We only have the big four to choose from and that's it. There's not a great deal of difference between them. That's where we're ending up with our energy, isn't it? We've lost all of those small independents. We've now got these big bohemoths and that's about it. Yeah, there are still some medium players out there who did survive this sort of um, quite volatile price um, situation happening in energy right now. So there are still deals to be had or money to be saved, but it does mean that you will have to do a bit more research in comparing to find um, a better deal on your energy provider. We actually did some research to see mm. like how much you could yeah. save, and on average... Um, an odd, like a household could save about $460 a year off their power bill and 200 off their gas bill if they search around and try and find a better deal. See, well, I've been uh, under the misapprehension, obviously, when um, when AMCO shut down, you know, or, mm-hmm. and, and took control of the grid, you know, we were told at that point in time, you know, some providers were kicking people off their plans, you know, don't go looking for a new plan at the moment because it's not going to happen. So that really did turn a lot of people away. Are you finding that that uh, we're not aware that we can still change? Yeah, I think that was the immediate reaction when that was all happening, and it's been a few months now. So there is an opportunity to review and change providers if you are not happy with the prices you're paying. But it is worthwhile in even calling your energy provider and asking what type of plan you're on, just so there's more transparency and you're understanding why you're being charged, say, the new prices or a higher price than what you were previously. It is funny. I was looking at my bill um, last week and uh, you're absolutely right. I, I had one price that I was charged for, for one month and then mm-hmm. another price that I was charged for the next two months because obviously the prices had gone up. But it's really, it's just asking those questions, isn't it? It is, it is. It's really important to call your provider and ask exactly what type of plan you're on. Um, there are actually like two different types of plans. And so you could be on a standard or a market contract. And although standard sounds cheaper, it's actually the more expensive of the two. 
So you might want to go into a market contract, um, but also just because energy is so specific to where everyone is living, yeah. it is important to find the dollar um, amount for those uh, two things to see which one is better for you and also how much energy you're um, doing. If you've you know, got a couple of freezers out in the back, mm. um, you might uh, be in a different bracket to someone else who has less appliances in their home. And that is one of the big things, isn't it? I know that uh, that you've mentioned uh, installing smart meters to uh, to mm. monitor your energy consumption, or even manually submitting your uh, your meter reading. I mean, there's there's little things that we can do already, isn't there, to just make sure that we're on top of our electricity bills. Yeah, there is. So rather than getting an estimated bill, if you had a smart meter, you can manually submit your meter reading um, with some providers and that could also um, result in you paying less for your bill because it would be an actual, sorry, an accurate <laughs> meter reading, so a bit of a tongue twister there, um, rather than just getting an estimate for your area. So that also might work really well if, say, you're a smaller um, dwelling amongst some bigger houses in your area, that could work really well. Or say everyone on your street has a pool and you don't and things like that. If you're like, mm, I'm not like everybody else, then this could really be worthwhile um, to save some money off your energy bills, especially as we come into summer um, and these period of higher prices. How do we go about getting a smart meter? Oh, it's just researching online and seeing which one will um, uh, fit with your um, current system in your home. Um, but there are a variety of them out there. Yeah, I've, uh, I've never heard of that one. I, I really like that idea because, uh, as you say, you know, you see the meter readers come past and mm. my house is fairly not locked down. You can't actually get to the meter, which would lead us to assume that I'm being... You're probably getting an estimated correct. bill. Yes. Wow. Okay, there you Most go. Most probably, yeah. It does just depend on, obviously, how old the house is mm. um, and things like that and the, yeah, the type of fixtures and things. But there is obviously a variety out there to fit every, everyone's needs. Now, obviously, you're the guys who have done all of the research. Who is uh, who are the best options for uh, for those of us living in New South Wales? Yeah, so we recently, we had our experts review everyone on the market in our database to see who had the best value sort of bang for buck um, when, when it comes to electricity. And we found Nectar and PowerShop were a very, um, both very budget friendly mm-hmm. and were sort of giving you the best option across a very average household. Well, that's not bad. So uh, so go and have a look at those and just, uh, yeah. I mean, look, the main thing is to question your bill, isn't it? Don't just get it in the mail Don't and assume it's okay. It. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Ask the question and there's always something better out there. Um, they might be able to, there might be a bit of wiggle room. You could even also ask your provider specific advice about peak times. Um, if you have a lot of, say, laundry or something to do in your house, you could ask about peak times and see if they've got on-peak and off-peak rates. So you could utilise, say, being home in the middle of the day and things like that. So there's always advice out there. And if you are struggling, your energy provider is also the best person to go to because they have hardship plans and they'll personalise those to your needs to make sure that you sort of don't get into the deep end when it comes to trying to pay your electricity bills. And look, that was one of the other um, quite concerning aspects of, uh, of this survey. And it found that one in 10 Aussies are already in debt to their energy provider. That's really scary. Yeah, this one really shocked us. We thought, you know, a lot of the things we're hearing about the cost of living rising and things, but one in 10 are already struggling with energy and 20% 
are requiring assistance, whether that's from a government package or from their provider offering something like a hardship payment plan. So don't just think that, you know, energy is a big quarterly bill and if that's a really big struggle, there are options to pay it if you ask them for, um, say, a little bit smaller increments or align with your pay cycle or something around that nature. Look, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. It really is, uh, it's absolutely a perfect storm for uh, for our prices between uh, providers um, falling by the wayside, between our, our costs that we know are going up. It really is time to just have a look at your bill and uh, and see what you, you may not need to be paying for. Look around. Exactly, exactly. Think about it. An hour or two of research could really save you a couple of hundred dollars. I think I might be doing that. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. I really appreciate your time uh, no and I can't wait to speak, speak again soon. Great. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks you too. Bye-bye. That is uh, Claire Frawley, who is a personal finance expert at Mozo. Have you, uh, have you had a look at your electricity bill? Have you really looked through what you're being charged and how it's being charged? Might be time to have a look. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.